Welcome to In Pursuit with Marcus Moki. Please do subscribe and follow us. Leave your review and your comment. We can't wait to hear from you. Let's get it. Let's go. Uh, people's mind, believers' mind to be renewed so that they can be delivered, so that they can be healed, so that they can be restored. Amen. Amen. So I believe that as you are listening to this word, that there will be so much power in the environment that you are in. And may your body, your temple be filled with the Holy Spirit from any area that the God wants it to be filled so that you can experience God's love, God's peace, God's joy, and God's kindness. You can experience heaven on earth in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Um, we're gonna just we're just gonna go straight to the word of God. Uh, my message today is titled "God Fashioned Me." God fashioned me. God fashioned me. Um, we are reminded of of Jeremiah twenty twenty nine verse eleven, where God says, "I know the plans that I have for you, the plan to prosper you and not to harm you." Amen. And also, we just want to go back a little bit and check the book of Genesis where God shows us the beginning of our, our origin or our design in this supernatural realm. Amen. That we are God beloved. He loves us so much that he, the Bible says he knew us before the foundation of the earth. He knew us when we were still being developed or we're about to be developed from our mother's womb. That's how much God cares about us. So we are God's fashions. We are God's great idea. Amen. And when you realize that um, you are able to walk in the freedom and the enemy can never put you in in a corner because you know that you have a father who loves you daily and a father who is the father to the fatherless amen do we have are you with me right now whoever's listening may you listen with patience may you not um change uh, or cancel this audio in the name of jesus christ our lord amen Amen. We're going to go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. I will try to keep it as short as possible. Um, then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his neutrals and the breath of breath into his neutrals, the breath of life. And the man became a living being. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. We see that now God made a man to be a living being to be a living being so we are reminded that god's touch god touches us every day every morning so that we can become so that we can live according to his plans not our plan né? so the lord god formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his neutrals the breath of life so we have we we nostrils no 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 now we realize that we 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 have what we call the breath of of life the bread of of life so every breath that you take is a breath of life as a child of god is a gift from god you are you have been fashioned by god uh, i'm gonna continue to repeat this because i want you to get how much god loves you that you have the breath of god now you are a living being i all together you are a living being 
Genesis chapter 1 verse 31 as we go back a little bit. So God saw all that he had made and it was very good. God saw, Genesis chapter 1 verse 31, God saw all that he had made and it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning and the six, on the sixth day, on the sixth day, on the seventh day, the Bible tells us that he rested. Amen. So God saw, I want you to focus on this one. God saw all that he had made. It was very good. And it was very good. God saw that all he had made and it was very good. So God, after he has had breath, his breath inside of you, he saw what he was made, that what he made, it was good. So in God's God, in God's God, in, in God's eyes, I mean to say, ne, you are fashioning made in a in his design that has that that is pleasing him. I ought to get ne? so that's the power of being able to walk in the light and not be ashamed. Paul says, I shall not be ashamed of the gospel. I ought to get so God is trying to take us to, to a place where we are not ashamed of the gospel. We embrace every promise that God has given unto us. I ought to get ne? so God saw that you 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 God saw all that he made and it was very good including you all that he made and it was very good including us i all together so we are made we are made by the image of god and in his eyes we are appealing especially now because we are in the new covenant i all together so when god sees us he sees christ we are made through the righteousness of our lord jesus christ i all together so you are good in God's eyes. You have been fashioned by God. Ne? Then we're going to just go to Exodus chapter 3. Now we see how much God loves you and how much God is prepared to walk miles and mountains to make sure that you receive your deliverance. As only if you are seeking, only if you are seeking his kingdom and his righteousness because one thing that people need to understand god can never force himself into your life i ought to get he will never force himself into your life but if you continue to seek his kingdom and his righteousness the bible says all these things shall be given unto unto you amen i ought to get so exodus chapter 3 verse 7 to 8 the lord said i have indeed seen the misery of my people in egypt Exodus chapter 3, verse 7 to 8. The Lord said, I have, have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers. And I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the, from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and precious land can someone say a good and precious land a good and precious land a land flowing with milk and honey a land flowing with milk and honey the home of the canaanites hittites amorites parasites heaviets and Jobo, jebu jebusites amen so he has come to get you outside of those land and to bring you into a place 
of flowing with milk and honey. Are you all together? Mm-hmm. Ne? So, God is prepared to rescue you. He has heard your cry. Whatever you've been crying about, God has heard your cry. I all together. God is ready to tell Pharaoh to let go of every position that he has been holding on into your life. I all together. But he needs you to surrender and release everything unto him. He needs you to be able to cry unto him. I all together. He needs you to be able to surrender and say, God, I cannot, I cannot do this life without you, Jesus. There are certain areas where you have not yet surrendered or surrendered um, your, 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 your emotions, your, surrendered your finances, your spiritual life. You have not really fully surrendered or you have not fully let go of certain areas in your life for him to be able to play his role. So God, he says, I am ready, but I need you to let go. I ought to get so that you can be able to receive something much better. So that you can be you can be you can be you can be able to enter to a land that is flowing with milk and honey. I ought to get so God is ready to deliver us from the hands of the Egyptians. The hands of the Egyptians are um, being every addiction, being every insecurity, being every fear, being everything that has been holding you down. God is ready to deliver you from those areas that has been holding you down as a child of God. Be from every demonic activities that has been operating in your life because you've been sinning in a certain area of your life. Because they, you have been opening a door for the enemy to enter in that certain area of your life. I ought to get But God says, I am ready to deliver you. All I need you to do is say yes and admit that you are a sinner and declare the grace of God to flow in your life. I ought to get Because God says, no, God says, for all men have sinned have, and, fall, and have fallen short from the glory of God. I ought to get So, and he says, if a man does not admit that he's a sinner, he is a liar. I ought to get. So we need to understand that we have been fashioned by God to prosper in life, to succeed in life. I ought to get. But we need to be able to know that He can never rescue us until we admit that we are in slavery. I ought to get. Until you admit that you are in slavery and that there's in certain, in a certain area the enemy is dominating you, God can never deliver you. Because God can only deliver you if you cry. When you read that verse again, it says, The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt, and I have heard them crying. I go together. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers. So God has seen and also has also heard them cry. I go together. So God sees everything that you go through in life. I go together. But he can never force himself. So your pride sometimes is the one that is blocking him to operate in your life. I all together. Sometimes you 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 are not crying to God. Fully so. You 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 rather you pray, you rather gossip about it. Rather you praying, you rather complain about it. You are opening a door for the enemy to continue to torment and oppress you. I ought to get. So God is calling us back to his altar, back to his throne of grace and mercy and say, hey, I'm ready to rescue you. I'm ready to make you walk in that um, land of milk and honey. You know, the land of milk and honey is when you have peace, you have joy. I'm talking about joy and joy and joy and peace. 
deep in your heart where God is able to deliver you inside and outside. That no oppressor is no longer oppressing you. Amen? Amen. Let's continue. Um, Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 7. Are we there? Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 7. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 7. The Lord did not send his affection on you and choose you because you were more neuromans than other peoples. For you were, or than other peoples, for you were the fullest of all people. I all together. So here, God is saying to us that when God chooses us to walk in the salvation of Christ, He didn't choose us because of our numerous numbers or that because we were few. I all together. But He chose us because He's a God of covenant. He's a God who keeps His covenant. He's a God who keeps His 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 promises. I all together. He didn't choose us because we are doing good. So when God grace and mercy comes upon your life it it, it it doesn't come in your life because you you've been doing good most of the time we do bad decisions we think we allow the enemy to 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 speak wrong thoughts in our mind about other people i all together to put in security to put in fear about other people in our surrounding in our circle i all together but god still comes with his love because he has fashioned you and because he knows the plan that he has for you, he still comes and pours his grace and mercy upon you, regardless of your imperfection. I also get, but his intent, but his plan is to make sure that you work in an everlasting freedom, that you don't go back to Egypt. After he has developed, de- delivered you from the land of the Egyptians, he doesn't want you to go back and live a sinful life. I also get. He doesn't want you to experience hell on earth. So when he chose us, he didn't choose us because we had strength, we were better, we we overcame uh, 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 a greater battle. No, he chose us because he has fashioned us and his plan is to make sure that we prosper and we become better people in Christ. But for us to do that, we must shame darkness and embrace the light. I hope I'm making sense. Ne? So, so he has set you free from the, from the slavery of sin, which is insecurity, fear, and the fear of tomorrow, sickness and disease. He has freed us from that. Amen? Exodus chapter 15, verse, Exodus chapter 15, verse 13. Are we there? Okay. I'm trying to wrap up quickly today are you with me exodus chapter 15 verse 18 in your in your unfailing love you will lead the people you have redeemed in your strength and you will guide them into your holy dwelling in your unfailing love you will lead the people you have redeemed in your strength you will guide them into your holy dwelling I want you to focus on one thing. In your unfailing love. Are you all together? Mm-hmm. He will lead the people you have redeemed. So after he had had um after he had redeemed 
the people from Egypt, he makes a covenant with them that in my unfailing love, I will lead you because I have redeemed you. Ne? In your strength, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. That in your strength, you will guide them into your holy dwelling. I all together. Ne? Remember this in the Old Testament. This, this is before Christ. I all together. How fortunate are we that the Holy Spirit dwells in us? In your strength, you will guide them into your holy dwelling. I all together. How, how, how gracious that he, 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 he lives in, in us. That he is leading us while he's living in us. He's not leading us from a place of, 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 of distance. But he's leading us from a place that is near. The Bible says the word of God is near you. The word of God is in, in you. I all together. So we are so, we are so graced that the Holy Spirit leads us every day. That we have the access to be led by the Holy Spirit every day. That he fashioned us in a way that we are able to be led by the Holy Spirit within us. So he's closer to us. But we need to recognize that and shame the darkness and embrace the light. By exposing and by not being shameful when the enemy exposes and by not being prideful. I also get because when you expose the enemy in your life unto God... That's when the Holy Spirit is able to work in you. Remember, you are, at the, you are at the temple of the Lord. Being the temple of the Lord, the temple has many rooms all together. So which means God wants to be, God wants to, wants the Holy Spirit to be um, in any room in your temple, in any room in your house. I all together. But that can only happen when you realize that you have been fashioned by God. That he loves you so much that he's willing to lead you with an unfailing love. How more? How much more are you so? How much more are you that you are so um, graced that the Holy Spirit dwells in you? That you are, you are you are not living in the Old Testament, but you are living in the New Testament. How precious are you? Because now you have the power. I want you get. So you must understand this love that God is. That this love that you are fashioned. By ne? you must understand one thing the love of God provides deliverance. The love that God has fashioned you with it provides what deliverance. Ne? The love of God, please note this down if you are listening, ne? so that you can remember, so that you can shame the enemy every day when he comes with different thoughts in your mind. Ne? That the love that God is leading you daily, ne? it is the love that provides deliverance, deliverance from every thought that may try to take up captive in your mind that may try to stay in your mind and and dominate and produce seeds that are not of god i all together ne? the love of god provides healing i all together the blood the, 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 the blood of jesus christ provides healing the blood of jesus christ represents the love of god so you can never experience the love of God if you don't know that, if you don't believe in the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. That is by the blood of Jesus Christ that you are healed. So we get to understand that the love that God leads you with is the love that provides healing. The Bible says when you read the book of Solomon, Proverbs, it says uh, um, 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 thoughts that are 
thoughts that are negative emphasis added né? they bring ill to the body uh, altogether so if you continue to think thoughts that are are oppressive your body is going to be sick that's what that's one of that's one of the tools that the enemy uses to attack us he brings what thoughts that are fearful thoughts that are oppressive thoughts that are fearful of the future i uh, altogether so that he can oppress our body in our worldly terms we call it stress but that's the enemy i hope i'm making sense can we continue the love of god provides a restoration so after you have received your deliverance and healing now god is able to restore the gifts in you because you can never be able to manage things when you are still you are you are, you are still frustrated emotionally when you are still confused emotionally when you are when you have not received full um deliverance I all together you receive deliverance after deliverance god heals you after healing you god restores you i all together ne please write that down the love of god provides love now this is a love of god this is what we call agape this is a love that you get from god personally this love helps you to be able to love people who cannot even love themselves and also it helps you to be able to love who you are how god has made you i all together how god has fashioned you to be so that you can be able to grow in this character that God is intending you to be. I all together. It makes you to be able not to have condemnation. Condemnation from your past. Mm. Condemnation of what people are saying about you that you're a Christian but you did one two three. Is is a love that assures you that you are not who you are about you are not who you are because of what you said but you are who you are what because of what God is doing in your life at that present moment. All together. So the enemy at that moment he has no power over you. Remember when you read the word of God the Bible says he is the accuser of the brethren which means he comes to accuse us of our past. All together. So the enemy is always ready to attack our our identity. But God gives us love and power. The power is what we took on Luke 10 verse 9 18 to 90. I have given you power and authority to tremble against snakes and scorpions. So now God gives us power and authority to cast out every demonic activity that may be operating in our household. Our household not talking about your physical household. I'm talking about your household, your temple, your body. I ought to get. Now God gives you the power to be able to cast out every demonic every thought that is trying to plate itself in your house that is trying to take dominion in your house when you are able to do cast out every demonic forces in your house you are, are able to cast out every demonic forces in your environment because when the body is strong when the soul is strong when the spirit is strong when the mind is strong you can you can be able to overstand everything the enemy is going to throw at you especially when you know who you are in Christ So he gives you love, this agape love, to be able to love the unlovable. He gives you power and authority to be able to walk in dominion and power. He gives you a sound mind. So the love of God provides love, power, and a sound mind. A sound mind gives you to be able to be productive, to cultivate the land, to walk in rest. You don't have to worry about what is happening with the economy because you know that you have the greater provider who is our Lord Jesus Christ. I ought to get you know that you have the father of the fatherless. I ought to get. It doesn't mean you don't plan, you plan, but you plan resting, trusting everything unto God that he makes all things work together for the good. 
Are you all together? So when you walk like that now, you are, you are becoming a Christian who is not ignorant of the devices of the enemy unless he takes advantage over us. You become a wiser Christian. You know that demons are there. You know that the devil is there. But you know that the devil has no power over you. Even when he can plan an intensive attack over you, you shall come out strong. Because you will hold on unto the promise of the, of the word of God. That he said in his word, he will lead me with an unfailing love. When you read Hebrews 13, Hebrews 13 chapter 5 verse 6, he will never leave you nor forsake you. What man, man shall I fear if God will never leave me nor forsake me? Amen? I'm about to close. Actually, I am closing. Um, then we are reminded of Peter. Peter gives us this picture, this beautiful picture of who we are. And how we have been fashioned by God. Amen. First Peter chapter 2 verse 24 to 25. I shared this in the group. And whoever is listening to this. Please take time to go to the group. Take time to do our daily tour. Um, it's going to help you. Especially if you are a part of the household. And, and you are working in us. You are working and working with us. To, 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 to grow in what God is doing through Shelter Church. Amen. I hope you are with us. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. First Peter chapter 2, verse 24 to 25. Are we there? This, this is a beautiful picture of Peter reminding us who, who we are in Christ. He says he, he says, he himself bear our sins. He's talking about our Messiah, Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus Christ. Amen? He says, he himself bear our sins in his body, sorry, in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live righteousness and live for righteousness. I want to repeat that again. So beautiful. He himself bear our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness and live for what? For righteousness. By his wounds, you, by his wounds, you have been healed. He's quoting Isaiah. Ne? By his wound you have been healed. For you were like sheep going astray. But now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. And over, he is our overseer. He is what? Our overseer of our soul. Now you have returned. So you must understand that who you are in Christ and how God has fashioned you in Christ. That the power and authority that you have are all together. That you must understand the enemy can have, can win. I like to say well, the enemy can win the battle, but he will never win the war. Amen. I hold together. One thing that you must understand, sometimes we win, we lose. We win by losing. Jesus Christ had to lose to win. The enemy was celebrating. Jesus is dead on the cross. But he didn't know that he was going to resurrect. I ought to get. So sometimes you can feel that you are losing and you are, you, are, you are a child of God. You are going through a lot. You are going through trials and tribulations. You are holding on and your peers are having fun. You know, they are sinning. They are loving. The, they are living their life with their life. And you are like, God, but I've been faithful. And you feel like you are losing. You are not losing. You are winning because now God is crucifying you and bringing a new man inside of you. A man is going to walk in authority. God is, is taking you through fire. He's testing you. So you can come up stronger. So you can stand, you can stand against giants and, 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 and slay them. I all together. So this encourages you. 
you must know that he is your overseer of your soul. He will never leave you, you know, forsake you. So you are born to live a life of righteousness. But now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. I hope you get it. So this gives you a spirit that when you are in trials and tribulation, do not give up. Do not, do not accept to indulge in sin. Do not feed that demon. Cast it out because God has given you an authority. Tell it to live your life in Jesus' name. Amen? In conclusion, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8. So we see that there's power in, 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 in love. Ne? There's power in knowing how much you are loved by God. That you are not going to tolerate anything less. I ought to get. You are not going to believe anything less. But you're going to trust in the word of God. And wait for the, an appointed time for the fruits of God to grow in your life. So that you can be able to harvest and eat. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 13 verse 8. As you are listening to this, I believe that God is ministering healing unto your body. Healing into your mind. Healing into your soul. And healing into your uh, prosperity. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 13 verse 8. Are we there? Love never fails. Love never fails. So you must, you must understand the, his unfailing love that he leads you with would never fail. If he was able to lead the Egypt, I mean the, the Israel, ne? in the days of, 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 of Moses, how much more will he lead you now when the Holy Spirit dwells in you? Ne? He, says, he says, my love will never fail. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there are knowledge, where there is knowledge, I mean, it will pass away. But my love will never fail. I want to get so prophecies will come, but they will pass away because they are off season. I want to get ne? tongues. It says where there are tongues, they will be stilled. They will be stilled. There will, be, there, will, there will be of emotion whereby that season passes over. Ne? Where there is knowledge, it will pass away because every knowledge is for a season. So we cannot, you, can never exp, you, can, you can never expect God to operate the same way he did in the days of Moses, in the days of Noah, in the days of Joseph. You can never expect God to operate there. Even the enemy evolves. Even Christ evolves. I will to get so when you're able to learn how the enemy works in your season, you are able to overcome him. Yes. What is my point here? My point is that you have, been, you have been fashioned by God. For you to be able to become what God is intending you to be, you must stay in the word of God. Mm-hmm. And you must shame the enemy. And you must expose him in your life so that God can take dominion over your life. And all together. And one thing for sure, remember, I'm going to repeat these points again. The love of God provides deliverance. The love of God provides healing. The love of God provides restoration. The love of God provides love, power, and a sound mind. Amen? Can we pray for five minutes? Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord. Your unconditional love. We thank for the spirit of deliverance that is working in our life. We thank for exposing the enemy in our life in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you that no sickness, no disease, 
no demonic activities every door the enemy has opened in our life we close it in the name of jesus christ every intentional sin that we've been we've been indulging in that has opened a door for the enemy to enter into our life we close it in the name of jesus christ i pray for deliverance for anyone who's listening to this audio right now in the name of jesus christ father thank you for your grace and your mercy thank you for your love that overcomes evil in jesus name amen